With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGPN mini helmets are now in the store and we're giving away one for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And finally, Football Bingo is also back in time for the NFL Christmas Day Slate. It's free to play in every single bingo. Wins a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Hi, yo, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Actually, I should say ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Um, this episode goes out to everyone celebrating Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. If you don't celebrate Christmas, Merry Sunday to you. Just another Sunday. But it's Sunday's a good day because you get one of these podcasts in your year every Sunday. And this is no different. Holiday or no holiday, we are here. Um, I am one of the gentlemen here. I would be Jeff Chalks Fox, one of your lovely hosts. Um, hopefully everyone is ignoring their family and listening to us instead on Christmas day. So thank you for listening to the pod. We're going to conclude our recap and look ahead of the last three UFC weight divisions. We're going to do the, the little men. I wouldn't call them little to their faces, but we're doing the featherweights, bantamweights and flyweights coming up. Um, of course I've got my, um, jolly sidekick with me, my elf, um, Daniel Gumby real and Merry Christmas Gumby. Merry Christmas. Now, I will say uh, they are the littler weight classes, but as we've learned on the past episodes, the smaller we get, the, the higher the intrigue, the larger the intrigue. It is true. It is true. Uh, we get more and more young fighters and more and more uh, prospects we're, we're interested in. So it is true. Um, we're going to start off with feather weights. How do we do with our picks? Dan, we have Volkanovsky. Is he still the champ? Yeah, he's still the champ. <laughs> Minus 180. Yay for us um all right let's see what our odds are um who will be the men's featherweight champion at the end of 2023 alexander volkanovsky minus 225 yair rodriguez plus 500 he still fights he's fighting for a oh no he's yeah he's fighting for an interim title my friend true I guess I guess they're not counting interim titles with these bets no Um, I would imagine not yeah he's fighting the next man for the interim title Josh Emmett plus 900 it's good to see Emmett's getting a crack here um Arnold Allen plus 900 Brian Ortega plus a thousand Max Holloway plus 1400 Ilya Tapuria plus 600 Mavsar Evelev plus 2000 easy pick Volkanovsky 
Yeah, uh, chalk pick here, Volkanovski. I will say crazy that Tapuria has been bet down to plus 600. There must have been some massive bets on that man after he went out and starched Bryce Mitchell because when uh, I saw the original number uh, when they they first posted, he was plus 1,400 and 14 to 1. He's down all the way to 600. Like clearly some big bets came in on him, Um, which makes sense. Like he's hot right now. Uh, I don't I don't think he's going to get that shot because right now we have Volkanovski fighting out of weight class. We got yep. an interim title fight that lines up your next fight. He's from New Zealand, which means it makes it harder to book him. Like, yeah, like Tupuria is just not going to get a chance in 2023. But that was intriguing at 14 to one. It's definitely not at six to one. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go chalk here, too. Like yep. Volkanovski. My only concern is that he wins the lightweight belt and vacates. Yes, I was going to say, he. That, who knows when he, when he'll even uh, defend this one. I wasn't even thinking the vacating thing. That but totally if he, could happen. But, but, see, but, but <laughs> let's say he goes out and beats Makashev. Yep. Maybe he just unifies the titles with either Yair or Emmett in August, and maybe he never defends lightweight again. It's like a... You know, a cakewalk to lightweight. He gets to he gets to win two fights and hold two two weight classes hostage. Like totally could happen. But he sounds like he's bulking up a lot too. Is is he going to be able to get back down to featherweight? I guess. I mean, he's a he's been huge before in the past. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. (laughs) Did you hear he was over 200 pounds when he fought Rocky? Yeah, yeah, I I heard it was 400. Yes, he was 400 (laughs) pounds. All right, um, all right, gave you our picks. Here are fights that are happening after I scroll down, of course. Um. All right, we've got, as uh, we mentioned, we have the interim title fight. Yara Rodriguez, Josh Emmett is happening in uh, Australia, February 12th, USC 284. Um, on the same card, Josh Yuwa Kulibao, Melsik Bagdazarian. Um, and that is, oh, well, Vol- Volkanovski, but he's fighting for a lightweight title on that card. And then Don Shanius versus Jack Jenkins. It's also happening on that card as well. Um, UFC two fight night two thirteen in Las Vegas. Oh, that one already happened because I don't know why they have these here. Uh, cancel fights, but they do. All right, UFC two seventeen, which is the next event we're going to get. Fight night two seventeen in Las Vegas. Jarno Aaron's versus David Onama. Uh, Dan Ige versus Damon Jackson. Um, Daniel Arjueta versus Isaac Dolgerian. Whoever that is, you, I'm sure you know who it is, right? Yeah, Isaac Dolgarian, he's a glory MMA dude who used yes. to fight for FAC. He was the featherweight champ. Listen to this blast from the past. Doohu Choi, Dan, the Korean he's super back, boy. dude. But the event's not going to be in Korea anymore. I wonder if he will come back still. February 4th, oh, yeah, that, Kyle Nelson. Yeah, that does throw a little wrench in things, oh, doesn't it? Uh, was he was this military service for him or was he hurt or what was going on? Uh, I think a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Up 25th, Lucas Almeida, Andre Filé. Um, and that is it. Any of that jump out at you or you want to talk about prospects? I, I'm excited to see Jack Jenkins make his debut. Yep. Uh, I was big on him on contender series. They seem yep. to be giving him a semi favorable fight down in Perth. So they, they must like him too. Um, so that that's one that sticks out to me as far as prospects go. Uh, I'll continue to beat my drum that Jonathan Pierce is the most overlooked dude in featherweight. And it, it, dude, it is it close. Uh, comparatively how overlooked he is. Um, so him, 
obviously Tapuria being only 25 is one we got to keep an eye on. Like he's, you know, got big things in front of him. And I'll also just say, I'm really excited for what happens next with Francis Marshall. I was just going to say that. Youngest yeah. guy in the division. 20. Chase Hooper, 23. 23 years old. People were talking about Chase Hooper like he was like the future and like mm-hmm. they got off him really quick. This is a dude with a wrestling background who came out and knocked out a boxer. Um, Like, dude, like a lot of fun things out of Francis Marshall come in. Um, And plus he's got a, he's got a great, great coach who who doesn't love Kurt Batman Pellegrino. Yep. He's from your neck of the woods. That's why, Dan, you're uh, Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's hey, from he is. New Jersey. I'm not even close. Yeah, that's close enough. Dude, it's, it's, like, close. it's like, no, nine hours it's like nine hours away. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm almost as close to New Jersey as you are. Um, yeah, I was thinking he was a mask guy, but he's not a mask. Well, he's a good man. Um, you know, also good people, Dan, good old people at WinBet are good people. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. Plus, for the hashtag DidGens only, try your luck at WinBet's parlay wheel. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Limited to state availability. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we're the ones that sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And if Santa didn't bring you everything you wanted for Christmas, uh, we got you covered. Don't forget to enter the SGPN mini helmet contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Twitter, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And if you're listening to this before the day's NFL games, the Christmas Day slate is kicking off. Football bingo is back. This time we're doing it for the NFL Christmas Day slate. Free to play in every bingo gets a $100 SGPN gift card. So you can go get yourself some amazing SGPN gear, especially MMA gambling podcast gear, exclusively on our app, the SGPN app. So get in on that. All right, we're moving down. We're going down again, Dan. We're going down to 135 pounds. AKA Bantamweight division. There's a buttload of flyweights. It's taken me a long time to uh, <laughs> scroll through the flyweights to get to the Bantamweights. Um, all right, Bantamweight, another shark-infested uh, division. Um, killer be killed. We both had Piotr Jan <laughs> as the champ at the end of the year. That did not happen. He got beat by Aljamain Sterling, and then he got beat again. Kind of. Officially, he got beat again, but we know he didn't really get beat again, right? Uh, I mean, he, he got beat again. <laughs> okay he got beat again yeah officially he did all right um for the upcoming year let me get to bantamweights all right here are our odds bantamweight champion end of 2023 aljo the current champ plus 250 henry cejudo huh plus 400 sean o'malley plus 400 piotr yan plus 500 mirab devilshvili plus 500 marlon vera plus 500 Corey sanhagen plus a thousand song yudong plus 1200 dominic cruz huh Plus 1,800. Go ahead. I'll take Aljo. Me too. Chalk it is. Yeah. And it's, I mean. It's what, a plus. Plus 250 is good though. Plus 250 is good, Chalk. I, I don't think, I mean, first of all, I, I'm not sure that the Henry Cejudo thing is going to work out in the first place. <laughs> no. Um, we, we keep hearing about how, like, that's the next fight that, you know, everybody said it. Why isn't it signed? <laughs> you know, like. Is it's he not, even in the testing pool still? Yeah, he or is. Again? Yeah, okay. he, went, he went back in. And I will say, this is why I believe it was not signed. Why did Why did Henry Cejudo retire? Um, I thought it was 
I think the UFC didn't call his call it his bluff and he yeah. was forced to. <laughs> he didn't yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah. He thought if he did that, I was the right. UFC yes. would have been like, come. Oh, come back. We'll pay you more. Come back. You're the champ we need. We'll let you fight for whatever title you want. And he showed his hand and they were like, guess what? We don't give a fuck about your hand uh, <laughs> because we have got a far better one. And we don't play care. that poker. Say that <laughs> poker sometime. Um, I'll try. Um, but like, yeah, like he he just like he overplayed how much they need him. They don't. Um, and in fact, you know, they keep talking about how he's the money fight for Aljo next. And like he's a bigger money fight than Sean O'Malley. No, like, no. Hell no. So. You know, I think ultimately that fight is being waited on to see if Henry Cejudo is just going to take the really simple money. Because deep down, I think what the UFC wants is is Cejudo to win it so that O'Malley can fight Cejudo just for the lead up. Um, but like, so they're waiting to see if Cejudo is going to show up for his contracted amount. And when he doesn't, I think they just move on to O'Malley. And I think Aljo wrecks O'Malley. Um, yep. So then, then where are we? You know, like, so... I don't see a next clear contender after that, or who who's going to pop up after that. If it is Suudo, if we do see a Piotrion three or whatever, but like at, at the end of the day, I, I just think Aljo is going to carry it. And at plus two fifty, I don't really see a reason not to. Yep. He is definitely the pick here. All right. I'm going to hear some fights coming up. Let's do that. UFC 283 in Rio, January 21st. Simon Oliveira. Simon. It's the same on. It's same on, right? Simon. Simon. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. They have, have to stick the A in there. It messed me up. Simon Oliveira versus Daniel Marcos. Cody Stamen versus Luan Lacerda. So he's fighting a woman. That's not fair, is it? Is <laughs> is Luan? But he's oh, actually it's right. I said it wrong. He, he's actually the second Luan male in the UFC too. You forgot <laughs> Luan Chungus, who used to fight in the UFC. I didn't forget. I just didn't think of him. Uh, UFC 285 in Las Vegas on, in March, March 4th. Uh, Julio Arce versus Cody Garbrandt. There is our future champ. Uh, Damon Blackshear, the monster versus uh, Farid Basharat. That's an interesting fight, eh? Yeah, you you know I'm a little bit lower on Farid Basharat yeah. than I am on Javid. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, Dan can't be high on, on two brothers. So we've, I think we've, um, we did that with the bomb themes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have, have established that. The bomb themes. All right. UFC Fight Night 217, which is the very next card, January 14th. Umar Nurmagomedov, this is the actual, not the fake uh, Nurmagomedov, this is an actual uh, cousin, versus Haoni Barcelos. That's an interesting fight. Um, Javid Basharat, the snow leopard, we like him, versus Matias Mendoza. Mendoza, the bad guy from The Simpsons. Uh, UFC Fight Night 221, March 11th. Mario Bautista versus Guido Canetti. Um, that sounds like a fight that's already happened. But Mario, has, no, no, no. Uh, Guido Canetti just came off of fighting. But doesn't uh, sound like a fight that should have happened already. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I think it's a huge step up for Guido Canetti. He just knocked out or uh, choked out Randy Costa, yeah. um, which was a big underdog hit that I had when you picked Randy Costa. All right. Thoughts on <laughs> up and coming bantamweights. We have an 18 year old in the division. I see Raul Rosas Jr. who screwed us over because we uh, didn't pick him against Jay Perrin. And boy, he looked good. Yeah, I like I like him a lot more now that he is uh looks like he's fighting more patient. Like I, yeah. I think he's a fun prospect now that we can tell that his mental state is caught up to his physical gifts. Um obviously Javid Basharat. Um, yeah. you know, I, I think he's you know, the the sky's kind of the the limit for that guy. Um 
who's that just beat Ronnie Lawrence? Wasn't there somebody who I was high on? For some remember reason, I remember. Oh, that was Sajikov Krokromanov, though. He lost. Um, although he still is probably better than the uh, said Nurmagomedov. Um, yeah. He just didn't win. So that's the thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Salty. That's who, picked, yeah. which, that's who picked the right set. I picked the right set. Yeah. Uh, I will also say, uh, as far as like a, who could make moves despite not being like a quote unquote, you know, up and coming prospect. Dude, I said GS or JSP was the most underrated featherweight in the world. The most underrated bantamweight in the world's name is Ricky Simone. Yeah. Like, dude, that guy, it just keeps murdering people. And for some reason, we're not talking about him. Like, he, he's coming off of five straight wins. And with the exception of Gaetano Perello, they're all against dudes you've heard of before. It's like Ray Borg, Brian Kelleher, Rafael Asuncao, and Jack Shore. And he finished the last two of those guys. Um, which is pretty crazy. Eight and two and 20 and three overall. 30 years old, That they, they better start ramping it up for him. Yeah, although at, th- at 30 in that weight class, you're, it, I mean, yeah, I guess it's more of a young man's game there too, but uh, I, I think he's he's got a little bit more mileage on there, and his style should hold up too. He's not like speed dependent. He's yep. like really good in the clinch, and he's really great on the ground. So, yeah, I like him. All right. There we go. All right, final weight class, dude. Flyweights. Um, how do we do it, flyweight, Dan? How do we do? Let's see. No, we didn't do very good. Askar Askarov we had, Dan. Plus 350. He's not even in the promotion anymore. Uh, is he? He is. I, I thought he... He said he wanted out, but that also people thought that's what Ankle I have said. I think it's a translation issue. Oh, okay. Okay. And like, I, I don't see the UFC releasing him anyway, really. Um, They, they took him out of the rankings, but like, I, I'm not 100% sure that means anything. Yeah. So we had Askar plus 350. That did not hit. We had Manal Cape is making big gains. So that hit. Um, He ended up coming through. For us, all right. It's um, this is the hot potato division with the belt. Um, current champ, I think, right? Davison Figueredo, he, he's he's got the belt this week, right? It, he does. Although there is okay. an interim belt. Uh, oh yeah, there is, isn't there? I can't remember <laughs> who who's the interim. Oh yeah, the guy he's fighting. All right, Figueredo plus two fifty. Brandon Moreno, the interim champ, right? Is he the? Yep. I honestly you, can't. Keep you got it. you got this. <laughs> Plus, is he honestly the interim? Yes, now? he is. Okay. He beat Kaikara France for it. Yeah, I, I know they fought. I I forgot it was for one of those fake belts. Plus three fifty for Brandon Moreno. Alexander Pantoja, the uh, always overlooked Pantoja. Plus two fifty. Always overlooked. France. He's got better odds than the it's interim. True. <laughs> it's true. Weird, but but it seems like he is always overlooked. I guess the books know. Kaikara France plus five hundred. Brandon Royval plus seven hundred. Matias Nicolau plus seven hundred. Manel Cape plus eleven hundred. Amir Albazi plus fourteen hundred, David Dvorak plus two thousand. The Cape and Albazi ones kind of jump out because uh, those dudes are championship material. I think maybe not this year though. Cape more than Albazi for sure. Yeah. I I think if you're looking for like a long shot value play, Manal Cape could certainly find his way. Uh, he can especially find his way in because he's violent. Yeah. Um. And in that weight class, like a violent win over a big guy is really all you need. Um. Yeah. The the tricky part with him is he does have a loss to Pantoja. Um, that he picked up mostly yeah. just by not being aggressive. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, my official pick here, I'm going to go Moreno. All right. I'm going Figueredo, I think. It's, yeah. This is such a toss-up, though, which is why we're getting good odds. So I'll go and, Figueredo. Go and, and, and for that fight, too, which I, I feel like needs to be mentioned, you know, a lot of people were talking about, like, Moreno is not going to have Kraus anymore, which is true. Uh, Kraus is still not going to be allowed anywhere near the UFC for that time. Um, and 
from my knowledge, he moved to Vegas where he's been working with a different coach at the PI and also been working with um, Safe Saud. Yeah, we like that. Which, I mean, I like that for a number of reasons, but especially because, first of all, Safe Saud, a great cornerman to like talk you up into what you need in those rounds. And also, it seems like with the exception of Uriah Hall, safe side guys always wind up like sort of surprising you with how good the wrestling is suddenly. Um, you know, Kennedy Zuchuku is one who sticks out to me as I was like, oh, shit, this dude wrestles now. Or like Ryan Spann kind of like surprises you once in a while with that kind of thing, because you think of them as like big, tall, lanky strikers. And then like suddenly the wrestling's just a little bit better. I think safe has like got the the right the right stuff to teach that kind of game plan where they sneak up on people and like Moreno's already good there. So like seeing more of Moreno being good there wouldn't be surprising. So yeah, I'm going to go with Moreno. I haven't seen that movie either. The right, the right stuff. You're not missing much. That's fine. (laughs) All right. Um, let's see what we got on the docket for flyweight. Shall we? I should have had this all queued up already, but you know, I don't. Um, all right. We've got, 283, USC 283, Rio de Janeiro next month, as I've mentioned a billion times already, January 21st. Um, the interim champ, apparently there's the interim champ I totally forgot about, Brandon Moreno. But, <laughs> I, mean, Devise, I, I, I didn't forget about Moreno, and I, I knew these two were fighting again, but I forgot he was he had a fake belt. So he's fighting Figueredo for the fourth time. They're, what, 1-1-1 one, one one right now? Is that Correct, right? Correct, yeah. Okay. It's like oh, an yeah. actual tie-breaking fourth yep, fight. It really is. <laughs> And then the next pay-per-view the next month in Perth, February 12th, UFC 284, Kaikara France getting a hometown fight versus Alex Perez. Um, Clayton Rodriguez versus Shannon Ross. So they're having another intergender intergender fight there, which, you know, I'm not really in on, but hey, whatever. You're going to tell me Shannon Ross is the man now, probably, right? I, I am. He he burst, the, the dude deserves some respect. He burst his appendix on Contender Series. Oh, did he talk to you before he burst it? No, 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 no. But he did he did lose his fight and uh Dana White found out after the fact that he was in the hospital with a ruptured appendix uh-huh. and he was like, Oh, he should probably get a contract anyway, because he like <laughs> it was a good fight and like it was close. That's all uh, it takes, eh? Rupture yeah. an internal organ and Dan uh, um Dana White will uh throw you a ten and ten contract so you can make ten grand. Yeah, really? and he, he is another one of those guys too who is uh who's from He's an Anzac guy. I want to say Australia, but I don't want to insult him if it is New Zealand. <laughs> um, and uh, so, like, I think that, you know, filling out the Perth card, it was an easy play for him. You know, it's summer there right now, Dan. Isn't that wild? I, I do. Christmas I do time that. and it's summer. They have like yeah. they have like uh, beach parties and stuff. Crazy. Anyhow, um, <laughs> just want to make sure you knew that. Let's move on. UFC Fight Night 217, January 14th. Carlos Fernandez, Alan Nascimento. Um, also Charles Johnson, the energy Dan versus Jimmy Flick, <laughs> the energy that's never gets old. Um, you, fight night 218, February 4th, Tatsura Tyra versus Jesus. He's fighting Jesus. That is not nice. Uh, at least he's letting him celebrate his birthday first. Jesus Santos Aguilera. You're probably gonna tell me he's not the real Jesus, right? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, he is a real Jesus. <laughs> it's true, I think it's hate. I think it's Jesus, but <laughs> it's probably, probably, but. It's funnier to call him Jesus, whose birthday we were celebrating, right? Um, Juan Samelo Ronderos versus Clayton Carpenter, uh, February. 18th. That the guy who tested positive for cocaine. Which one? 
Ron, I, I don't keep track of these things. One, one, uh, one. Honduras. Yeah, I, maybe. Google, get the get the intern on him. I'm pretty sure he tested. Look that up. I'm busy reading. I'm pretty okay. sure he tested positive for cocaine. Ode Osborne, the oddity. He is an oddity. Uh, he is fighting Dennis Bondar February 25th. Um, Tyson Nam versus Bruno Gustavo da Silva on March 11th. Um, Daniel da Silva versus CJ Vergara on March 25th. And that is it. So Did I got you? the I got the intern yeah. on it on August 26th of 2021. My the birthday. report the report reads UFC flyweight Juan Camillo Ronderos has been suspended nine months by the Nevada State Athletic Commission and fined a total of two thousand two hundred and forty five dollars and thirty six cents after testing positive for both marijuana and cocaine. He was partying for my son's <laughs> birthday. That's all. We had a wild party that for his <laughs> last year he would have been eleven. His eleventh birthday was all coke and marijuana of course um all right there's a lot of people we got to like in this division uh mohammed mokayev 22 tatsura tyra i want to say i'm 22. i'm i want to say i'm lower on mokayev than the average person i i get his appeal yeah i, I think he's got a lot of holes he needs to fix okay that's cool. um, he, he looked not so great at like holding positions against malcolm gordon and, and i'm not particularly high on malcolm gordon so like yeah. if he if he had that fight against you know, like people were talking about him, like he's already one of the best ten guys in this division. If he was fighting an Amir El or uh, uh, Manel Cape, he'd get wrecked uh, in those situations. So, and then granted, he is 22 years old still, but like if they rush him up after a win like that, I think he's going to run into a lot of trouble. But the Tatsuya Tyra guy, <laughs> that guy, I, yeah, I'm in on him. Um, <laughs> he looks so good and. Yep. They seem to be slow playing him too. Jesus Santos Aguilar is like a nice next fight for him. Um, that should make him look really good. So yeah, I'm excited about those two. Well, who else did you have on your list? Um, let me see. Jesus should Jesus nickname not be the savior? Would that be a better nickname? <laughs> uh, sure. So, talk to him. Um, Jeff Molina El Jefe, 25. Yeah, he he's uh, he's looked good except for his takedown defense. Looks like he yeah. could use work and. I'm obviously a little concerned about the fact that he has spent his whole career with James Krause. Yeah, that's true. And now would, won't have... Because, yeah. like, Brandon Moreno's less of a concern. He was down at Entrum Gym yeah. in, in Mexico yeah. City for so long, and now he, you know, he spent a couple of fight camps with Krause, and now he's not with Krause anymore. But, like, Molina has been there since Jump Street, so... You don't think you don't think Krause can get a day pass to go get out and, and train once in a while with him? I don't. I don't know. Day parole? <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to go down with that guy. Uh, how about White Kong, Jake Hadley, 26? He, he looked good in his bounce back fight. He did. Yep. Yeah. And he's young. So, like, yep. he may have already, you know, got kind of got that fight where out of the way where we were like, eh, it didn't look all that great there. Um, so, yeah, maybe he's bouncing back there, too. Manal Cape is surprisingly not, well, not not surprisingly if, if you have been following his career because he's fought 24 times, but he's 29 already. So, um, not exactly a young, young considering the, the, the mileage he's got on the tires. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so who, if, if there's one person that, that you want to buy future stocks in, in this, uh, division, who is it? Probably Tyra. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised and, by that. and they, they feel like, I feel like they're going to hitch their wagon to him too, as like one of the young, fun Japanese prospects. Didn't you pick against him his last fight or not? No, never. Okay. Never. He I never would. I don't think like I would have. Who is he? Who did he beat the hell out of last time? I don't remember, I, I just, I just, I didn't think you were high in him for some reason. Maybe you were less high. Oh no, him. he beat C.J. Vergara. I oh yeah, okay. 
<laughs> no. I might not have picked him in his first fight when he fought Carlos Candelario. Okay, yeah. Because I th- I liked Candelario's grappling game, uh, and it's proven to be How pretty awful. It's proven to be pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did. Hopefully this episode wasn't pretty awful. That's a good transition. Are, are we ready to transition out of here? Yeah, yeah. We it's Christmas. Go play we with let the toys. We should let the folks go uh, be with their families. Should we? You think that's where they're going to head? No, they're going to be betting on NBA and NFL and whatever else is running today, right? Yeah, there's only three NFL games today, but hopefully you got your bingo cards ready. It's true. Get your bingo cards ready. Um, it's it's actually it's Christmas Eve. That, that's the rough day for people uh, people um, betting. I remember last year it was like women's. It was Russian women's gymnastics. I'm not kidding. Uh, it was what was getting uh, getting bet on. So um, you'll find that stuff out if you go to our Discord, of course, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/discord. That's where all the the gens um hang out and make bet betting picks on uh, christmas eve and every other day of the year um twitter jeff fox writer is me gumby vreeland is him sgp and mma is our account it's not a joint account though i let gumby do all the work there um sports gambling podcast we both write there you should read our stuff you should listen to gumby's other podcast top turtle mma who he got grilled in the last episode what top turtle meant and, <laughs> uh, which is i already knew but apparently uh if an insider doesn't know, then maybe you're in trouble, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I like yeah. the name anyhow. It's too late now, dude. It's too late now. <laughs> he did. Um, he did tell me it was too late to change. It's it. true. That, that's why I said it. <laughs> um, I'm at moneymma.substack.com. That's the name I, I gave for my uh, thing, and Gummy made me a nice logo for that too. Free of charge too. What a guy, eh? Um, and that is it. Hopefully, you all have a very merry Christmas. Uh, for you Canadians, I would say happy boxing day, but we're going to be back tomorrow and I can say happy boxing day to you then. So there you go. Um, until we meet again, I will remain Santa, Jeff Fox. He will remain no, no Gumby Vreeland. Merry Christmas. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.